WrestleZone Radio. You're listening to us on our podcast feed. And, of course, you can check out WrestleZone Daily Monday through Thursday at right around 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, streaming live on Facebook. And, of course, more of the podcast here. On the phone with us, he'll be in action taking on Tommy Dreamer November 8th at the Cicero Stadium, part of a Fusion TV taping for Major League Wrestling. Fightland comes to Chicago November 8th. Brian Pillman Jr., are you ready for Chicago? I was born ready. <laughs> That's what they asked me. The referees ask me that every time. Are you Are you ready? And you say, "Well, yeah." yeah like, are you ready? I was like, "I'm born ready, motherfucker." <laughs> you know. Um, so let's just get right into it. You, Cincinnati, Ohio. Of course, Brian Pillman Jr. You have a great legacy, and uh, everyone's coming out with you. There was the one question everyone wanted to ask me about, like do you, when you started wrestling. Was it I'm going to be my own guy? I don't feel I have to. I have to go under my father's name, or was it no? I'm Brian Pillman Jr. I want to. I want to fulfill this legacy and continue on that name and come out there in the Bengal tights and and fulfill that and be flying Brian for people just like they saw in your father. Well, you know it's 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 weird because I've always thought of myself as a star, even growing up uh, in high school and in football and into college and stuff. I've always been a pretty pretty popular guy with the people and so i think it's just being the best version of myself is what's going to pay off in the long run is what's going to pay off ultimately and it just it took me a while i guess it didn't take that long i just finished up training uh in december of last year so it took me about a year of uh digesting this business to really understand my father's contributions to really understand his influences and, and what i can nod to and take apart take take from and what i need to uh stay away from right you know as we know my father was recognized for his innovative high flying but uh in today's world uh that's something that's extremely hard to overcome is the, the level of athleticism of the high flyers today so you know that might be something that might prove to be dangerous only one year into the business to try and compete with guys like will osprey and ricochet of the like but as far as uh the story of who i am and where i'm coming from it's 100 percent natural it's 100 percent a real true story of a kid who lost everything and, and is, is following in his father's footsteps to kind of pick back up the pieces and, and really and really i've just fallen in love with wrestling and uh, uh my creativity has always been been very natural so i've never i've never uh fallen short of ideas on how I can propel myself and, and uh, how I can be creative and utilize ideas from other wrestlers, both past and present, whether, you know, including but not limited to my father's work uh, for inspiration while also offering a unique, unique star power, unique charisma, unique talents to the business today that I, that I Brian Tillman Jr., um, alone have, have kind of built for myself. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, you you obviously had a, a historic career with your father. You got to see all that history. You mentioned it mean you you have a full grasp of what your father was able to accomplish. Now that you're training, now that you've gone through that process, what was that? What was something in particular that clicked over? Like, oh, when he did that, that meant this. Like, was was there a, something you kind of got to see? being on the other side of it, training to be become a professional wrestler, that was like an eye-opening moment that you got to look back at and be like, oh, man, I wish I knew that when that happened. 
you know, it really just uh, just speaks to speaks to his ability to to work people, um, not just the fans, but being able to uh, work the promoters and, and work the boys in a way that, you know, as we're seeing, you know, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks are proving that there isn't just one acronym in this business anymore. And it wasn't that way back then either. You know, my father was uh, paid and, and, and booked by several different acronyms, several different three letter companies. And I'll tell you what, for his 11 year career, most of his time was not spent in the WWF. His time was spent all over, mm-hmm. all over the world. And, and then we're seeing that today. So I think the biggest thing I could take from his influence is that, um, this business is is very much an entrepreneurial business. This, this business is very much uh, very cutthroat, and, and when it comes to who you're signing with and who you're working with, and unfortunately, there's not very many companies out there like MLW companies that are willing to go the extra mile and pay for the toppest talent in the business. So. When, it, when I look at Major League Wrestling and I look at, you know, what my father did at ECW, WCW, and ultimately the WWF, it's no different than than me, you know, being sought after. Japan wants a piece of me. WWE, you know they want a piece of me. But right now I'm working for MLW because, quite frankly, that's where the business is at right now. That's the hottest promotion to be at right now. Mm-hmm. It's not Impact not lucha underground it's major league wrestling all right you got some hot provocative words there my next question mlw <laughs> an exciting time for you guys be in sports the fusion tv show on tv every week it's a wild uh upheaval in wrestling whereas wwe is strong and the independents are strong you mentioned your father's entrepreneurial background he didn't spend most of his career in one place and you certainly have a perspective on that you're riding with a maverick promotion what do you think of the state of wrestling right now as you enter it in a very unique position uh, let's just say 2018 is uh, is a huge year, huge year for the Indies. Um, whether that's a coincidence between me starting my career or not, we'll leave that up to up to the people to decide. But I think when you got a young talent like me entering the business, you got guys like like I mentioned, Cody and the Young Bucks. You got all this going on. You got all these options. You got all these people starting up promotions. I know a lot of different guys. Uh, workers, great workers, are starting up their own promotions because there's just there's the demand for it, and like you know, like I said before, if you build it, they will come. And I've thought about even myself, as, as young as I am in this business, I have a degree in business and database and marketing, so uh, it would not be too too far off to say that I might start my own three-letter acronym. Uh, <laughs> I love acronym. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the acronym entertainment business. That's what we are. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, tell me about your background. You worked, you were a lacrosse player in college. How did the lacrosse background athletically help you transition into training for wrestling, which has some different rigorous challenges of its own? Yeah, you know, really it all started with football because mm-hmm. you know, where I'm from in, in North Kentucky, we have quite a, uh, quite a competitive uh, division for high school football. And it wasn't until I got older that I realized just how just how solid our our, our region is at the sport. And uh, we, you know, we'd have like you know three thousand people attending our high school football games. Like it was wild. Oh wow, man! And uh, yeah, and, and being that my father's in the NFL, all my buddies were, oh, you know, like high school came around and everybody's you know going to the weightlifting classes and 
And it's like, oh, okay. So these are the guys I'm going to be with the next four years, you know, mm-hmm. develop that camaraderie. And then lacrosse was an extension of that. It wasn't as physical of a sport as I had hoped. I actually went into lacrosse hitting hitting people a little bit too hard. They had to throw me in the penalty box a few times. I was like, oh, this is not football, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but no, football, football was my first main uh, outlet of energy. And I had to thank that for my abilities in wrestling because so much of wrestling is, does require that physicality and that, that willingness to put your body on the line, so to speak. And lacrosse was very physical as well. Um, with the uh, with the sticks and beating each other over the back with sticks, it kind of coincides well with the uh, with the kendo sticks that we have to deal with. <laughs> for wrestling, so. Well, this feels natural in my hands. This feels good. Yeah, I've basically just been getting beat up and beating people up my whole life, and uh, pro wrestling seems no different. Actually, I've never never actually had any injuries at all in traditional sports, but. I'm finding out that pro wrestling is is definitely very real, very physical, and I've already been banged up a few times. But that's just part of the game. It's part of paying your dues. It's part of it's part of being a second generation and having those high expectations thrown at you quick. You you know you start to do a lot of big moves quick before you practice them, and and uh, stuff happens. So you just gotta you gotta weather the storm. Now you have a storm coming at you. November 8th, uh, a man that re- many wrestling fans all over the world are known for, for his uh, extreme professionalism. Uh, a ECW, WWE veteran, Impact, he's been all around the world. Tommy Dreamer, you're going to get in the ring with him, and this is a guy you mentioned, it signs up for that physical challenge, signs up to go as far as it is needed and give everything he can in the ring. Uh, what is what is the the kind of narrative going into this match, and and how do you feel stepping in the ring with Dreamer? You know, Dreamer Dreamer's no stranger to violence. He knows it. He's a master of it. But uh, unfortunately, time's not on his side. Uh, it really isn't. I'm I'm a young guy coming into this business. I've got I've got more steam behind me than you know than a freaking train. So he is going to have to be ready for all the offense that I'm going to throw at him. Because my conditioning is better. My joints, I have more range of motion in my joints. I can jump higher. I can run faster. And to be quite frank, it's going to be hard to it's going to be hard to keep the eyes off of me and what I'm going to do. You know, people have, people have kind of seen Dreamers act. They know he's going to pull out weapons. They know he's going to go for something cheap. But hey, we're looking at Brian Pillman Jr. You're looking at the brightest future star of this business. And honestly, Tommy Dreamer is should be should be thankful that I'm sacrificing my body in such a hardcore match and he you know because he's on his way out and i'm on my way in so he needs to make room if you know what i'm saying wow some testy words there one more thing i I definitely know the fans want to talk to you about is the new formation of the new era heart foundation that you're in now with teddy hart and and davy boy smith and and junior and 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 all all that energy it's another fulfillment of a continued legacy what was it like when when that combination got to come together for mlw yeah, you talk about energy. It is a apparent dragon energy between the three of us because we all have a, we all have a similar story, right? We all come from a family that was left broken, a family that was left beaten down by this business, and 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 we've just kind of been fractured and shattered all over the U.S. You know, you had Harry over there in Japan. 
Teddy, Teddy getting into trouble and stuff because we were lost. We didn't know what to do. But now that we've found ourselves, we've found a common goal at Major League Wrestling. We know who needs to pay for the sufferings that we've gone through in our lives, and we're going to make them pay. And, it, and it's truly organic. It's truly beautiful when, when three guys, they're still young. You know, I'm the young stallion coming into the group. They're, they're going to lead the way for the most part. But at some point, there's going to be a turning point. At some point, Pillman Jr. is going to step up to the plate and become the leader of this faction. Because that's exactly what my father set out to do. He set out to be a leader. And he was always outshined by heart one, heart two, heart three. Well, the bottom line is the new heart foundation, most of those aren't hearts. We do it for the heart family. We do it for the heart legacy. But in 2018, it's all about us. Mm. We're going to prove what we're worth. Definitely. November 8th, Cicero Stadium on the south side of Chicago, fighting on the Chicago streets, a wonderful card of action, Fightland. You can get your tickets at MLW.com. Of course, check out more action there. You can watch different episodes, past episodes of Fusion. And this is a big TV taping. Get your tickets. They will go fast. Also, uh, for those of you getting those uh, front row early, right up there near the ring seats, they do have a VIP meet and greet before the show. So go check that out. MLW.com. Brian, if they want to follow you on social media, where do they go? You can catch me on Instagram at FlyingBrian41 and Twitter at FlyingBrianJr. All right. Thanks a lot, buddy. Appreciate it, Brian. Appreciate you. Thank you for having me. All right.